Hello, Disciple Making Friends. Scott Sullivan here, Discipleship Catalyst, Georgia Baptist Mission Board. And today I'm excited to have Ken Adams join us on our broadcast. And uh, I'll introduce Ken in just a second. Let me take care of a few housekeeping things here as you guys are dropping onto the broadcast. Uh, first, we just want to make sure that you know uh, that we appreciate what you're doing in the local church, in the trenches every single week. And that's why we do this. Uh, right now we're we're doing this broadcast every Thursday at three o'clock, and we want to hear from you. As a matter of fact, we want to get you some resources into your hands. So one way we're going to do that is giving away some free swag today. So uh, for some lucky viewer, if you will, make sure that everyone drops your name, where you're watching from in the comments, and we're going to be giving that away at the end of the broadcast. So make sure you do that. Go ahead and do that in the comments below. Also, we want to make sure that you realize that those cooperative program dollars that your church gives is the reason we're able to do this on a weekly basis and have quality leaders come in and share wisdom and drop blogs and have these discussions like Ken Adams is because your church is given to, to CP. So thank you for what you are doing there. All right. Now, Ken Adams, man, glad to have you, buddy. Yeah, it's good to be with you, Scott. Thanks for yeah. having me. And if they, if our people that are watching here, many of them are going to know you because you've interacted over the uh, years. But if they don't, Ken Adams is the lead pastor at Crossroads Church in Noonan, and he's also the founder and director of Impact Discipleship Ministries, a ministry that's been uh, going for many years and has just fingers of ministry all over Georgia and really all over the South. Ken, mm -hmm. um, as we get going here, let me let me throw a question to you. That yeah. uh, based on a blog, and we appreciate the blog, and we're going to go ahead and drop that in the comments chat, uh, chat section so people can download that and even track with us if they'd like to as we work through this discussion. Um, you started this ministry, Impact Discipleship Ministries at Crossroads. Tell us a little bit how that began, why it developed, and, and maybe even what's going on now with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so honestly, uh, Impact Ministries has been, uh, you know, we've been trying to help churches and pastors now for a couple decades, for about 20 years or so. And uh, so really and truly, it just came out as an, an overflow of what we're learning and what we're trying to do here uh, at, at Crossroads Church. And so, uh, uh, so I am first and foremost, uh, I'm a local pastor. And uh and I am in the trenches like everybody else. And uh, I do the exact same things that everybody else does. Uh, you know, I have, you know, staff meetings, elder meetings, you know, all the regular stuff, funerals, hospital calls, all that. So, uh, so, uh, so this really is a ministry uh, from a local church pastor to uh, other local churches and other church pastors. And so, a lot of it started, Scott, when uh, uh, I came to Noonan 31 years ago, uh, to uh, right out of Southwestern to uh, uh, to plant a brand new church, and so uh, uh, I uh, it didn't take me very long to realize that uh, uh, that we needed. There, there's a lot to this story. There's a whole lot I could unpack, but I know we we don't have a ton of time here. So uh, so really and truly, it, it just all came out of. Uh, just me trying to figure out how to how to plant this new church, how to lead this church uh, to be the kind of church that Jesus started 2000 years ago. And so uh, I say all the time, uh, Jesus started the church the way he wanted it. Now he wants it the way he started it. 
And so really and truly, it, it all comes out of a, out of a journey uh, from my life and our church of trying to figure out how do we get the church uh, back to becoming a movement of multiplying disciples. And so uh, we hadn't figured it out yet, but we're swinging at it. We're swinging at it really hard. And uh, I say all the time, uh, I can tell you what not to do more than I can tell you what to do. And so, uh, uh, so anyway, that, that's kind of a, uh, that's kind of a wide range, but, uh, yeah. but kind of comes out of my life, comes out of our ministry here and everything that we, everything that we share through impact uh, has been, has come out of the laboratory of a local church. Love it. And I, I say all the time, and I think you and I have even talked about this, two things that I think are really important that have come out of, that I've seen in the best disciple making strategies that are out there are uh, number one is customized for that yes. church it's coming out of a need and it's, it's using their uh, language and their culture of that particular church. And the second one is that it's biblical. We're following how Jesus made disciples and we're trying to create a contemporary model of mm -hmm. what that looks like so that it can work here. And I'm just telling you what you guys are doing there at Crossroads Church in Nooning. Nooning is working. And you are helping other churches figure that out, which is, man, be honest with you, that's why you're on the broadcast today. We want to help churches move from just doing discipleship to becoming a disciple-making church, which is my second question that I want to pitch to yeah. you, because you, in your blog, you note a difference from a church who's just doing discipleship to one that would say, we're a disciple-making church. Can you expound on that? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, so I, I personally, I think it's a huge difference, and uh, and 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 I hate to say it, but I think that I think that that most of the churches. Well, I'll just put it this way: most of the churches that I've been a part of uh, up until um, I got here to Crossroads is that they were churches that had discipleship as an add-on to everything else that was being done. Mm -hmm. So it really became more like a program than the process, and so. Uh, so we, we really have a different take on that today. And we look at it like, so the mission, uh, Jesus made it really clear 2000 years ago. So the mission is to make disciples that will turn around and make more disciples. And so, so disciple making shouldn't be uh, just a, a, another, it should be the means and the end. <laughs> and so, uh, so, you know, for a long time, uh, I had this idea, you know, when you use the word discipleship, you think of spiritual disciplines, you think of uh, going deeper, you think of, you think of disciplines, spiritual disciplines. And quite honestly, for a long, a long time in my own life, uh, that's what I thought. I thought discipleship was just uh, a course or something that I did just to try to go deeper. Uh, little did I know that uh, the disciple making uh, was for everybody and disciple making is literally ministry training. So it's training up uh, disciples to go out and do ministry. So uh, it's not just getting deeper, it's getting deeper to go wider. And so, uh, so really and truly for us, uh, we think there's a big difference between a church that just has discipleship uh, versus a church that is committed to the mission of making disciples. And what's important, Scott, is that then that changes, that changes how you see 
uh, worship. That changes how you see community and fellowship. That changes how you see leadership. So, so when that becomes uh, really the end product, then that also changes your how you see the process. So, I don't know if that makes sense, but uh, that's a long answer to that. Man, I, that is great. And you're, I'm tracking right with you. And it, it really leads into a, another thought, a question that I'd like to pose to you, because, you know, in your blog, you wrote, you wrote about Jesus um, didn't, didn't build his disciples on creating programs for his disciples. He built it um, with a process that he had an intentional process with his disciples. Can you break that down? Now, you, you mentioned a couple of those layers in your last comment. Can you can you maybe go deeper, a deeper dive here and talk about what Jesus' process was that has helped you guys there in Noonan? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so just kind of back up a minute. So I guess one of the biggest realizations for me was when I kind of came to that point, it was, you'd think it would be a given, but when I kind of came to that point where I realized that, that actually uh, Jesus's life and Jesus's ministry, uh, it ought to be, it ought to be the model. It ought to be the model that we are following, first of all, for how we live our own lives, but also for how we lead ministry. I mean, you know, what a, what a crazy thought that we would have done it any other way. Right. And so, uh, so, uh, uh, so really it it was a huge, uh, just a huge defining moment for me when I realized that, uh, that, uh, uh, that Jesus's life and ministry needed to become the model uh, for everything that I do. And, and his mission needed to be our mission and his method needed to be our method. And so, uh, so really, we just kind of frame the entire process up uh, by going back to the life of Christ. And uh, whenever you study the life of Christ, it always helps you to, it, it always reveals to you uh, how we need to be going about ministry. And so, um, so here's what happens when you, when you look at the life of Christ. So it's, it's really very clear that Jesus gave us a mission. That mission is to make disciples, but he didn't stop there because he defines that. And he says, don't just make disciples, make fully trained disciples. Hmm. So Scott, I grew up in a church where we were really good at making partially trained disciples, but not fully trained disciples. So a fully trained disciple, somebody who really has the character and the conduct of Christ and is, and is able to share that and reproduce that in other people. So, um, so for us, when we go back and look at Jesus, so Jesus gave us this mission, uh, make disciples that are fully trained, and then he gives us a, a, a methodology or a strategy that he literally used. I mean, he, he literally did this you know, 2000 years ago. Now, context might be a little different and that kind of thing in terms of, you know, uh, how we do it. But the process, the process has not changed in 2000 years. And so, uh, so what Jesus did uh, is that Jesus invited people that were a part of the culture uh, to come and, and, and investigate who he was. And, you know, there's a key statement that Jesus made in John chapter one, uh, he said to a couple of John's disciples, he said, come and see, come and see. So he's inviting them uh, to come and just check out what he has to offer and who he is and what he can do in their life. And then, and then Jesus took them a second step. And he said, uh, he said, not just come and see, but come and follow me. And so in that second step, uh, Jesus is literally inviting them into community because they're going to travel with him 
uh, he's going to actually change locations. He's going to go from, from um, Bethany up to Galilee. So, so they're going to, they're going to take a step beyond just checking it out. They're going to, they're going to do life with him. And then the third step, he said, come and remain in me. And, and so now he's calling them to a life of obedience. And so, as you can see, uh, all this is, is, is very strategic that Jesus is doing. And then uh, after he had raised them up as disciples, then they were actually ready to become leaders. And so, uh, so uh, one of the things that, uh, that we try to do is that we, try to, we try to make disciples and then appoint fully trained disciples to be leaders. So you, you really have a, a, a process uh, modeled by Christ himself of how to take uh, untrained seekers and lead them to become fully trained disciples. Mm. And, you know, Scott, the crazy thing is, is that, so we ought to be sending out leaders into the harvest that are fully trained, not partially trained. And you can tell I get worked up over this, man. I'm pretty excited about it. And, uh, and, and, and the thing about it is, is that this process is not super complicated. Uh, you just have to stay with it. You just have to work it. And, uh, and Jesus didn't make it complicated for a reason uh, because he, he, he gave this process to, to unschooled ordinary men. And so, uh, so really and truly, you, you don't have to be, you know, an off-the-chart entrepreneurial leader to execute, to execute what Jesus told us to do 2,000 years ago. So that's kind of, that's kind of how we look at that. I love it. I love your passion for that. You talk about come and see, come and follow me and remain in me. Um, I, you know, I've been studying here of late, Ken, just in John 15 about that, that idea to abide or to remain. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm just more and more convinced that that may be the most important word in the new Testament when mm -hmm. it comes to making mature disciples mm -hmm. of just abiding in Christ, man. Love that word. Good word. Hey, let me mention another one to you because you, in the blog, you share a statement that talks about the disciple making begins with evangelism. Now, for some people, that's going to be kind of a um, antithetical cross-cultural statement because so many people see that disciple making and evangelism as two horses, right? Mm -hmm. Rather than two wings on the same airplane. Um, and I love what you put in there about that. Can you maybe just just help us understand a little bit about what you mean when you talk about disciple making begins with evangelism and then you can't have genuine evangelism if you're not doing biblical yeah. discipleship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good question. And so uh, so I would uh, again, man, here's what I would do. I would just take us back to Jesus and I would take us back to what Jesus did. So so Jesus started Jesus started the greatest movement of disciples in history. And he started it by reaching lost people, people that were far from God. And so, uh, so Jesus, Jesus didn't start with the already convinced. Uh, Jesus started with untrained, unschooled seekers. And so if we're going to let Jesus be our model, then, uh, then evangelism uh, you know, starts with reaching people that are far from God, raising them up, training them up, discipling them, and then sending them out uh, to reach, you know, more of the harvest. You know, uh, I, I know you are familiar with this book, but one of the 
probably the classic book on, um, uh, you know, on disciple making, discipleship is Robert Coleman's uh, book, The Master Plan of Evangelism. Well, isn't it ironic that the title of the classic book on disciple making is The Master Plan of Evangelism? And, and, and to me, I think it's beautiful that he calls a book on disciple making the master plan of evangelism because making disciples that make more disciples is the number one way to evangelize the planet. I mean, it, it is doing what Jesus told us to do. And so if Scott, if we're going to, if we're going to try to reach all nations through addition, we're in a world of hurt, man. We're not. We're not going to get there. We're not. We're not going to make disciples uh, with movements of addition, which, sadly, is what you know. In fact, I'm, I wouldn't even dare say that our church is a movement yet uh, of multiplication. But we do have disciples being multiplied. <clears throat> so, uh, uh, so I, I really think that. Uh, uh, that if we if we don't get an idea that uh, multiply making disciples that multiply disciples, it literally is uh, God's strategy for reaching the planet. Uh, we're going to keep spinning our wheels. We really are. Yeah, and let me mention something here that you and I really hadn't talked about bringing up, but I think it's important as as I just keying off of something you just said because we're making disciples, but mm -hmm. there at Crossroads Church in Noonan. You guys are making disciples, but you also have an emphasis on multiplying campuses, multiplying churches, and that gives an exponential effect to the disciple-making process, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you know, think about this. If you go back to, if you go back to, uh, to Acts 1-8, right? So uh, Jesus, uh, he says, you'll be my witnesses starting in Jerusalem, but then you go to Judea and Samaria and then to the ends of the earth. So, so literally what happened in the New Testament, in the book of Acts, is that uh, they began, st they started the church in Jerusalem, but then churches are planted. Even Paul is planting churches all over the Mediterranean region. All of those churches are following the same model as the church in Jerusalem, and they are disciple-making churches. And again, uh, if we are Honestly, if we're serious about reaching the planet, um, we've got to figure out how to multiply disciples. We 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 cannot just do uh, growth by addition. It's just not. Uh, we can't even keep up with we can't even keep up with the population growth of the of the world if we're just doing it by addition. We've got to do better than that. And uh, and so yeah yeah we got to uh, we, we got to figure out how to multiply disciples and multiply churches that are disciple-making churches. I love it. And I would even echo what Craig Etheridge, I believe a personal friend of yours mm -hmm. in his book, uh, Bold, I think was the name of it. We just finished reading through that. He makes a statement that the fastest growing churches in America are multi-site, multi-campus churches because they are they're making disciples and they're trying to reach it through an exponential effect, not just by addition. So Man, I yeah. love that concept. So let's close our time out here, Ken. And uh, I want to mention 
just give you an opportunity because, you know, impact discipleship ministries is it is really more than what you're just doing in your church because you offer half day trainings for churches to come on and learn how to become a disciple making church. And you've even got an incredible conference uh, that you and I'll be speaking at in January. I'd love you to mention that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks for letting me share that. Uh, you know, we, we've, as this, as our ministry has, has developed and it's grown, uh, over the years, there's a couple of things we do. Uh, we feel like are really can, can really help churches. One, uh, we have developed some, some disciple making resources. And so we do have, uh, some curriculum that, uh, uh, very user-friendly and very easy to kind of just plug and play in a church that wants to get started on disciple making. And so, uh, uh, so we, you, you know, person can go to our website, check out uh, a lot of really uh, proven disciple making resources. And that, obviously uh, the key to those resources is just to get you to the word of God. Right. And so, mm-hmm. uh, uh, so that's what we've developed those for. Um, and then we do have a couple of training opportunities. One that uh, uh, we're uh, really excited about is called the disciple making church seminar. And so uh, what we do is that we go to uh uh, we'll go into a local church and uh, uh, we'll kind of walk them through really the, the, the ingredients that Jesus had in order to get, uh, you know, disciple making started in the first church, in his church. And so, uh, so uh, we have a seminar that walks through those four things and uh, uh, we can actually even come into a community and pull together uh, several churches. We've done this through some associations uh, some local associations. So, so it can be a, a single church or it can be several churches joined together. Uh, we just did this in the Flint River Baptist Association recently. And so uh, it works both ways. Uh, and then another thing that we do, Scott, is that we have a, uh, uh, an online equipping group for pastors. And uh, we call it the, uh, uh, the making of a disciple-making pastor. And so if uh, we, we realize that if a if a church is going to be a disciple-making church, it's probably going to have to start with the pastor. And so uh, uh, our seminaries do a great job of giving us theology and pastoral care and, and, and preaching, but they sometimes fall a little short on teaching a pastor how to be a disciple-making pastor. So we have a uh, sort of a six-week uh, online equipping group that we're, uh, we, we just got kind of gotten started, but uh uh, but it's a great opportunity. And then the conference that you were talking about uh, is going to be in January. And we call we're calling it the Disciple Making Summit. And it's it's been burning in us for a long time. And uh, this may be not the best time in, the, in history to try to pull off a, a conference, but we're going to go for it. Uh, so last weekend, uh, I believe it's like 29th and 30th of January, uh, we're going to do a, a, a Friday night, Saturday morning uh, conference here at Crossroads in Noonan called the Disciple Making Summit. Uh, you're going to be doing one of those breakouts. Uh, a guy named Robert Mullins and uh, Craig Etheridge and myself, we'll be doing the breakouts. And then a guy named Bob Dukes, who is with Worldwide Discipleship Association, and a guy named Barry St. Clair, who is with Reach Out Ministries, are going to be our keynote speakers. And so... Uh, uh, we're actually going to do our disciple making church seminar uh, on Friday morning, uh, leading into that. So we're, we're we're really pumped about it. We think it's going to be a big weekend. Uh, it's for people in our church, but it's also for uh, anybody that's uh, that's uh, within 
within that can travel and get here. So, uh, uh, so you can go to our website, impactdisciples.com to find out more about that. And we, we can put links in here, uh, for our website, but, uh, yeah, it's good. So, uh, so we're, we are really are committed to trying to uh, come alongside pastors and churches and leaders, try to help them, uh, just figure out how do you implement? I mean, we've been doing it for 31 years. And so, uh, so, uh, we're just willing to pretty much share everything that we've been learning and are still learning, Scott. To be honest with you. Love it. Love it. And I'm looking forward to it. Matter of fact, I'll be sharing the greatest church health principle that I've ever learned. That's what I'm going to be speaking on in my breakout cool. there, Ken. So excited about that. Well, friends, thank you for viewing today. And Ken Adams, pastor at Crossroads Church in Noonan and founder and director of Impact Ministries. Thank you for joining us. And I want to say a thank you to Mike Taylor as well. Mike is our West Central discipleship consultant, and he is our show producer today. So Mike, thank you for running the ship and uh, setting this up for us. And uh, last reminder, if you haven't put your name or where you're viewing from, please make sure that you drop that in the comments. And we're interacting. Our whole team is interacting throughout this entire uh, broadcast. So if you've got questions, we'd love to answer those. And we will also make sure that Ken Adams Impact Ministries, that those resources are in the chats for you as well. So thanks again. And as we always like to close our broadcast, my encouragement to you is to make sure that you reinvest the gospel seed that was shared with you. Mm.